Hello and welcome to Shrink, the podcast for the mind. I'm Philippe Taron and I talk to the people who want to have a better understanding of their issues with weight and body image. Hi, this is actually my 27th podcast episode. I can't believe uh, I've done that many, in fact, and uh, I really enjoy doing it. And once again, I want to enjoy Uh, all of you listen to it and uh, give me some feedback and uh, encourage me to uh, to do even more. It's really nice of you. In this episode, I'd like to talk about intuitive eating. As part of my practice with my clients, um, I'm a psychotherapist, of course, but I also like to give them the tools to change their eating patterns. And most of them are inspired by intuitive eating, by mindful eating, but also by intuitive eating. So I'm going to tell you a bit more about that. The term intuitive eating was coined in 1995 as a title of a book by Evelyn Tribble and Elise Resch. Intuitive eating is an eating style that promotes a healthy attitude toward food and body image. The idea is that you should eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full. Well, it sounds like, you know, common sense, but it's not that easy. Although this should be an intuitive process, for many people it's not. Trusting diet books and so-called experts about what, when and how to eat can lead you away from trusting your body and its intuition. To eat intuitively, you may need to relearn how to trust your body. To do that, you need to distinguish between physical and emotional hunger. And that's, where, that's when it can become more complicated. What is a physical hunger? Well, it's a biological urge that tells you to replenish nutrients. Nutrients, sorry. It builds, it builds gradually and has different signals, such as a growling stomach, fatigue or irritability. It's satisfied when you eat any food. Emotional hunger, on the other hand, is driven by emotional need, sadness, loneliness, and boredom are some of the feelings that can create cravings for food, often comfort foods. Eating them causes often guilt and self-hatred afterwards, because you haven't eaten because you were hungry, but just because you wanted to comfort yourself, let's say. And I don't think there is anything wrong with uh, comforting yourself with, with food if it's only every once in a while, and if it's with tiny portions, tiny uh, portions of food, small amounts of food. But for some people, it's like a habit and it happens all day long or at least at every meal. It can be with food, but it can also be with alcohol, of course. And then they feel trapped in a, in a pattern where they overeat or eat for comfort and then they feel bad about it. They hate themselves for it. They hate the fact that You know, with time and sometimes quite quickly, they put on some weight and they can't seem to lose it. So it's a very difficult uh, cycle to get out of. So I will now go through the 10 principles, um, the basic principles of the philosophy of intuitive eating, as described by Tribble and Resch in their book. The first one is reject the diet mentality. The diet mentality is the idea that there is a diet out there that will work for you. 
Intuitive eating is the anti-diet. Diets don't work. We know that. It's, it's something which has been proven so many times, but still we are tempted to believe that there will be somewhere out there a diet that will be perfect for us to reach our perfect way, to, become, to be slim. They are not sustainable and they are toxic as they disconnect you from your sensations. Once you're, you're doing a diet, you're only doing things by the book. You're not listening to, to, your, to your own body sensations, to your, you know, to your taste. To, no, you're doing what you're being told to do. And that's why they are not sustainable. The second principle is honor your hunger. Hunger is not your enemy. Respond to your early signs of hunger by feeding your body. And don't eat by the clock. By, you know, some people would say, for example, well, it's 7 p.m., I have to eat. No, not necessarily. If, you've, if you're not hungry, you don't have to eat. You can wait, you can eat it later. Or some would say, I've eaten two hours ago, I can't be hungry. Well, yes, you, it could be that you're hungry, although you've, you've eaten two hours ago. If you let yourself get excessively hungry, then you are likely to overeat. The third principle is make peace with food. Get rid of ideas about what you should or you shouldn't eat. Forbid forbidding. This is really something that I, I made my mantra out of it. Forbid forbidding. You don't want to feel deprived. There is no bad food. I mean, processed food, highly processed food are not good, you know, in general. But then again, if, if you forbid certain kind of food in your diet, then you're not eating uh, intuitively. And one day or the other, you will be tempted to go for it and you will probably have too much of it. So it's all about being able to manage the portions that you're having when you're having certain foods which are richer in, in fat or in sugar and stuff like that. It's all about the balance. The fourth principle is challenge the food police. The food police are the voices in your head that tell you which food to eat or not to eat. Again, food is not good or bad. And you're not good or bad for what you eat or don't eat. It's all about finding the right balance for you. And your body is telling you that. I know that, for example, if I'm having too much chocolate, I don't feel good. I mean, you know, let's say I don't, I don't eat uh, mindfully. I'm having some chocolate. And there's nothing wrong about eating some good, especially Belgian chocolate, I would say. I'm tempted to say. But um, when, you know, I'm not intuitive and I'm, you know, not careful, I can eat too much of it. And I don't feel good. So it's all about the... the finding what's right for you, for your body, for your system. You have to challenge thoughts that tell you otherwise. The fifth principle is respect your fullness. Just as your body tells you when it's hungry, it also tells you when you're full, or when it's full. Listen for the signals of comfortable fullness. When you feel you have had enough, your body is telling you in you know, through many different signs that it's enough. But you have to be aware of that. You have to be able to hear or feel these signals. As you're eating, check in with yourself to see how the food tastes and how hungry or full you are feeling. Discover the satisfaction factor. That's the sixth rule. 
discover the satisfaction factor. Make your eating experience enjoyable. Have a meal that tastes good to you. Sit down to eat. Take time. When you make eating a pleasurable experience, you may find it take you may find it takes less food to satisfy you. Notice the taste and texture of the food that you're eating, but also the environment that you're in. It's about being there properly. It's not about, you know, just putting food in your mouth and being in your thoughts and and not realizing uh, um, you know, not noticing if you're really enjoying it or or if you've had enough or or not. It's about being properly there, enjoying it, taking time as well, you know, it's making sure you don't eat too quickly. And it's so tempting to eat quickly when you're not uh, um, when you're thinking about you know other things that carry you away sometimes. The seventh principle is honor your feelings without using food. Emotional eating is a strategy for coping with feelings. We know that. The food and emotions diary that I have designed for my clients is specifically designed for that reason. I've done a podcast episode a few months ago about it. And um, again, I'm happy to send you uh, a food and emotion diary um, by email if you if you want to and the, the explanations that go along with the diary. It's a very good tool to help you checking on your emotions before you start eating so that you can put your emotions aside. You don't repress them because they are there for some reason, but at least you don't start eating with you know, with emotions that are going to overwhelm you. Find ways that are unrelated to food to deal with your feelings, such as taking a walk, which is something that I like doing, meditating, journal journaling, or calling a friend. And maybe you will be creative and find uh, other ways to manage your emotions. But you shouldn't do it with food. Become aware of the times when a feeling that you might call hunger, is really based on emotion. So if you write down things, um, you will find out maybe that you're more tempted to eat when you're bored. You know, you're bored, so you don't really know what to do. So you just go to uh, the kitchen, open a cupboard, and you know, to see if there is anything to do in there. And you will see a pack of, uh, uh, of crisps, or you will see some chocolate, or you will open the fridge, and there will be... a uh, uh, rest over of uh, potato salad, which can be delicious. In fact, it's usually better the next day. But you're not eating because you're hungry. You're eating because you're bored. And somehow, you know, then you start thinking about, oh, but should I have this or not? I ate already, and I'm going to eat in a. Uh, I'm going to have dinner in another hour. Maybe I shouldn't. You know, you start this whole conversation with yourself. Somehow it works because you're not in touch with your boredom anymore. But it's a shame to um, get rid of that boredom by putting uh, into your system, into your body, some food that is not needed. The eighth um, point is respect your body. Rather than criticizing your body for how it looks and what you perceive is wrong with it, recognize it as capable and beautiful just as it is. doesn't mean you want it to, be, to look better, but... As long as you don't respect your body, you know, if you, there is this kind of hate 
for if you hate your body, if you look at all you know every detail of uh, of your belly, of your shoulders, or of your uh, your neck, whatever, you're more than likely to never be happy about it. So the idea is to respect it. Say, okay, this is my body. I only have one. I will never have another one. I can probably do better with it. I can. Uh, make sure that I uh, give him the things that he needs. I can make sure I, I uh, treat him better. I'm going to respect that body and I'm going to stop hating it because it doesn't work that way. It just, it's just negative, uh, negative thoughts and it has never helped anybody changing the pattern, their eating pattern. Exercise. Well, yes, we should all exercise. We know that. But the idea for me is to as with the food, is to uh, exercise intuitively. It's about doing some exercise that is both sustainable and enjoyable. Otherwise, you won't feel it. You won't do it uh, on the long run. You will start uh, a gym class or you will start running. But if you don't enjoy it, if you feel like it's not your thing, you're not going to do it for long, and then you're going to feel like you're going to feel guilty. You're going to feel like okay. Uh, once again, I start something and I, I you know, I, I just, I just end it, and um, you're gonna feel bad about yourself. So yes, to some exercise, it could be walking, it can be dancing, it can be some people like going to the gym, playing. I mean, whatever exercise, it's really important. It makes a difference. It helps you release many of the tensions as well. I think exercise is also nice when you do it with someone else. Like, for example, I love walking and cycling, and I really enjoy it when I do it with a friend because I think it makes it more fun, more enjoyable. But I guess we're all different in this. Honor your health. The tenth point is honor your health. The food you eat should taste good and make you feel good. Remember that it's your overall food patterns that shape your health. One meal or snack isn't going to make it or break your health. But altogether, if you eat in a better way, if you eat the right quantities, and when I say the right quantities, it's not the ones you will uh, be given by a diet book or by an Instagram influencer. If you eat the food which is right for you, for your lifestyle, for your age, um, then you will feel like you will feel you will be more healthy altogether. You will feel so much better about yourself, and it's something that is really sustainable. It's something you can do for the rest of your life. Focus on your health goals instead of dieting. This is really, really essential. So, you know, all these... So these are the 10 points, in fact, that, uh, that I was telling you about. They all make sense. They're all, you know, they, they, it sounds like it's obvious. It's not always that easy, though, at first to... Uh, to eat intuitively, like it's not it's not always easy to uh, to do most of the things intuitively. I mean, how many of us uh, at night are watching a movie or are watching something on the television or on on your laptop? And and in fact, if you were more intuitive, you would think, mm, "I'm really tired now. I'm going to turn this off and I'm going to bed." No, sometimes we go to bed half an hour, an hour, two, three hours later than we should, just because we're not intuitive, and um, so. It can take time to get there. It can take some time and some practice. So it could be that you're getting there at some point, you know, you've been eating intuitively for a day or two, and then the third day, 
you get back to your previous pattern, it's okay. You haven't failed. It's just, it's just your path to eating more intuitively. These changes don't happen in a day. It can take some time. And of course, the, the work that I do, as you know, the psych, more psychotherapist work that I do, helps you understand why you find it, or you can find it difficult to respect yourself, to, yeah, I was going to say to love yourself, but you don't even need to love yourself, but just respecting yourself is a big, big thing. And respecting yourself goes with respecting your health, of course. So I hope this um, episode is, you know, doesn't sound, I don't sound like a teacher who's telling you what to do and how to do it. It's just some advice. Um, again, if you, if you want to, uh, you know, if you've got any question, you can always email me or, or, you know, get in touch. I will be happy to, uh, to answer you or to, uh, to send you some more information uh, free of charge, of course. I'm happy uh, to do that. There we go. Let's live more intuitively and therefore let's eat more intuitively. Mm-hmm.